The New York Philharmonic this week is generously underwritten by the Kaplan Brothers Fund, the Audrey Love Charitable Foundation, the Philharmonic's corporate partner MetLife Foundation, and by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts on the web at arts.gov. From the media room at David Geffen Hall, it's the New York Philharmonic this week. And this week. Our broadcast is dedicated to the music of Jean Sibelius, who lived from 1865 to 1957. This is Alec Baldwin, I'm very happy to have your company on this sojourn through several of the composer's greatest works. We begin with one of his most famous, Finlandia.
Finlandia, music by Jean Sibelius. The New York Philharmonic was conducted by Zubin Mehta. Sibelius thrived as a storyteller in music, and his catalog is filled with several sumptuous, colorful, and imaginative tone poems. The next music we feature is one of those, Poyola's Daughter from 1906. As with many of his programmatic works, Sibelius took his inspiration for this piece from the Finnish national epic, the Kalevala. The dark, brooding opening represents the North Country. Here we meet a wizard, and he is gazing at the daughter of the moon god, Poyola. She is perched at her spinning wheel on top of a rainbow, and the wizard falls in love with her. She agrees to come down to earth if he can conjure a boat from her spindle. The wizard makes a mighty effort but fails. Poyola's daughter laughs at his folly, and the dejected wizard disappears back into the gloom.
Rejected and angry, the old wizard returns to his sleigh and disappears into the Nordic darkness. We just heard Poyola's Daughter by Jean Sibelius. The New York Philharmonic was conducted by Leonard Bernstein. You may have noticed the sound of the title character's mocking laughter in the music. It has been said that this motif inspired Bernard Herrmann when he scored the shower scene for the film Psycho. Whether that's true or not, it seems at least plausible, don't you think? Jean Sibelius was a fine, fine composer, but what he really wanted to be when he grew up was a violinist. He wrote, quote, I played my violin for ten years, practically from morning to night. I hated pen and ink. It was a very painful awakening when I had to admit that I had begun my training for the exacting career of an eminent performer too late. Fortunately for us, Sibelius's deep love of the violin yielded a magnificent concerto. With its beautiful combination of ardent lyricism and virtuosity, it is easy to understand why this piece has remained an audience favorite for well over a century.
Zeno Francescati was the soloist there in the Sibelius Violin Concerto. The New York Philharmonic was conducted by Leonard Bernstein. These radio broadcasts are made possible in part by the generosity of New York Philharmonic donors. Hello, this is Alec Baldwin, and I hope that you might consider joining this group of supporters today. Your gift makes so much good work possible from free and low-cost concerts to much-needed music education programs in New York City schools and beyond. Gifts of $100 or more will enroll you as a member and provide a host of benefits, including tickets to open rehearsals, special discounts, and the opportunity to meet Philharmonic musicians. More information is available when you call 212-875-5381 or visit nyphil.org slash radiophil to get a special CD as our thank you for your pledge of support. Our Sibelius sojourn will continue shortly with a movement from his incidental music to Peleus and Melisande. We'll then close things out with the Symphony No. 2. I'm Alec Baldwin, and you're listening to the New York Philharmonic this week. Like many composers of his generation, Sibelius was quite taken with Maurice Metterling's 1892 play, Peleas and Melisande. In 1905, Sibelius composed overtures to each of the five acts, plus five other musical episodes. He later rearranged the music ever so slightly into a nine-movement suite. We're going to hear the second movement, which is named after the play's heroine, Melisande. Sir Thomas Beecham conducts the New York Philharmonic.
recorded at Liederkranz Hall on June 15, 1942. That was the second movement from Pelias and Melisande by Jean Sibelius. The New York Philharmonic was conducted by Sir Thomas Beecham. Composed in 1901, the Second Symphony adheres to some 19th century norms, but it also marks a bold stride forward in terms of its concentrated development and freedom of form. While there are hints of the modernistic elements that would become signatures of his later works, we can also hear the influences of Beethoven and Tchaikovsky. In the case of the latter, this serves as another reminder that Finland was still a property of Imperial Russia at the time. Though the composer vehemently denied it, there have been more than a handful of musicians and scholars who have interpreted a patriotic element in this score. One friend of the composer described the piece as, quote, an expression of Finnish revolt against oppression and our final triumph, unquote. The Second Symphony was given its premiere in Helsingfors on March 8, 1902. The composer conducted that performance, and the work was well received among his countrymen. Response was cooler when Theodore Thomas introduced the symphony to America at one of his Chicago concerts in 1904. And the reaction was cooler still when Josef Stransky brought it into the New York Philharmonic's repertoire during the 1916-17 season but the story has a happy ending. The Second Symphony is now one of the composer's most popular works and probably one of the most often performed symphonies of the 20th century. Here then is the Symphony Number no. 2 in D major, Opus 43 by Jean Sibelius. Lauren Mazel conducts the New York Philharmonic.
Symphony Number no. 2 in D Major by Jean Sibelius, Lauren Mazel conducted the New York Philharmonic, bringing this week's All Sibelius broadcast to a close. These radio broadcasts are made possible in part by the generosity of New York Philharmonic donors. Hello, this is Alec Baldwin, and I hope that you might consider joining this group of supporters today. Your gift makes so much good work possible from free and low-cost concerts to much-needed music education programs in New York City schools and beyond. Gifts of $100 or more will enroll you as a member and provide a host of benefits, including tickets to open rehearsals, special discounts, and the opportunity to meet Philharmonic musicians. More information is available when you call 212-875-5381 or visit nyphil.org slash radiophil to get a special CD as our thank you for your pledge of support. Philharmonic this week is generously underwritten by the Kaplan Brothers Fund, the Audrey Love Charitable Foundation, the Philharmonic's corporate partner MetLife Foundation, and by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts on the web at arts.gov. Vince Ford is the executive producer of this series. The music producer is audio director Lawrence Rock. The broadcasts are written and directed by Mark Travis with production assistance from Ian Good and Stacey Gerard. And for now, until next time, this is Alec Baldwin wishing you good health and good music. This program is distributed worldwide by the WFMT Radio Network. Thank you.